All right, today we're gonna to be talking about how to spend more on what you love, which I feel like we got all the spender's attention <laughs> with this one <laughs> because it definitely gets my attention. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, th this is, I think this is what is hard is that when you bring up the finance conversation, it so often feels like you just need to stop spending money. And that's yeah. actually not the answer. And that's what everybody thinks when they find out, oh, you talk about money for a living. Then they come up to me and they're like, oh, I feel guilty because I bought something that I liked. <laughs> and my life's supposed to be Listen, miserable and never buy anything fun when I'm around you. I'm like, and that, no, it's like, not what, us. The, <laughs> isn't that depressing? Like, you're like, I am not that type of person or that type of friend. Like, who wants a friend like that? Yeah. No, we're actually like, yeah, what'd you get? Like, I, anytime my friend, like, my friends will be like, oh, I went to such and such a place. I'll be like, send me a picture of what you got because if I'm not spending the money, I want to see what other people are spending their money on. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just, I enjoy it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's not at all the case. And hopefully, if you're listening to this and you're a person who feels that way, hopefully we can convince you that that's not, that's not the, the deal and convince yep. you a better way to be intentional with your spending rather than just spending whatever, whenever. But also, if you're married, or even if you just have a friend who's like, man, I really need to get my finances under control, this might be a good one to invite them to listen to because... Well, because it's so unlike what most financial experts say. Yeah. Most of them are like, go live a miserable existence. Don't spend a single <laughs> dollar on anything you enjoy. Uh, for the next 10 mm. years until you're in great financial Let me tell you shape. something. If you're not watching, if you're watching, you can see this little cup that I have. But I bought this little glass cup to put my water in with a fun straw. And it just makes my life better, okay? Like, we have to be able to have margin in our lives to, I want to drink more water. This is how I'm going to do it. And it works for me. We have to have margin in our lives to be able to buy something that's yeah. fun just because it's fun. Yeah. That's what I think. So, yeah. And I mean, and there's a percentage of society that can do that, that the insane deprivation for years and years upon end to mm -hmm. reach a goal. And that's fine. Like, if you want to do that, like, we're not telling you not to. But I think it just is important that there are some voices that are a little bit counter to that mm -hmm. and, and who see the long-term big picture that it's better to get there, even if it's a couple, you it know, a little, a little bit, bit slower, longer. but yeah. you actually enjoy the ride a little bit more. Yeah, and uh, and we are those voices. <laughs> so, yeah. with that, um, <laughs> let's get into a little bit of what this looks like and how to actually do this. Mm -hmm. And what it comes down to is, I mean, because for some of the numbers nerds, you're like, this is a math problem, and mm -hmm. this is a simple math problem. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> if you don't have the money there, then you can't just buy whatever you love or, or you know spend on the things that you right. enjoy. And so it is, I agree, it is a math problem. And the way that I would present this is the way to spend more on what you love, even while trying to get your finances under order, even while making forward financial progress, is to cut the things that you don't care about. And this is or the big thing. Or that you don't thing. care that much about. This is the big thing, because so many people miss this, because they just think, um, I have to cut all the things that are important to me. And it's like, no, those are the last things that you cut. But you mm -hmm. start with the things a, the first thing to start with are the things you don't even know that you're spending money on. Like, get uh -huh. rid of that. Yeah. And then the next thing are the things where it's like, I don't know. It, yeah, I'm spending money on it. I don't really care that much. You know, and so yeah. one example of, like, what this looks like for me is 
I am with cars. I am a A to B type of person. Now, that said, I can appreciate a Lamborghini. I can appreciate a Bentley. I can appreciate you, you actually really like some that. really nice cars yeah. and fast cars and whatever. Like I can appreciate them and I wouldn't mind having them or anything like that. But I'm not you one of those people. You won't turn it down, in other words. Yeah, I'm not one of those people who it's like, I have to have this. This is the yeah. most important thing in my life. And if I don't, uh, you know, I'm not that type of person. And something that I value more, you know, so let's just say having a car cost, um, whatever random car we're talking about, it costs $500 a month uh, to have that car. Okay, uh, so let's say new car that we enjoy, whatever, I'm naming mm -hmm. a given name. $500 a month, we'll say that. I would much rather have that $500 a month to go on three nice dates with Linda each month and have mm -hmm. a seven-year-old car that's paid off, like 100 times over. I yeah. would so much rather have that and spend our money that way. And now, it doesn't have to be black or white. Like, mm -hmm. there can be somewhere in between where right. maybe we have a four-year-old car that's almost paid off with a lower payment. Yeah. And then we get to do some of both. But I'm just saying, for me, like, if I have to vote how we're going to spend that $500, like, that's what I would prefer. But see, the thing that you just said in there, I think, is key, is you get to vote. You're yes. the one that's voting. Yes. You, listening, don't get to vote on how we spend our money. Like, yeah. that's just... And it, we don't own yours. And we don't get to do it for you either. And your parents don't get to do it. You're, you know, I mean, assuming you're of age, obviously. But, <laughs> like, you know, like, if nobody 12, gets to vote <laughs> but you in the family. Like, you as a couple or if you're single, just you as an individual, you get to decide how you spend your money. So choose the things that are important to you, and that's what you need to spend yep. on. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, another example of this is, like, I get my hair done. <laughs> you know, it's just part of part of my thing. And I would love, I would really enjoy to get a manicure and pedicure every, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I can honestly give myself a manicure and pedicure. I can't color my own hair. So in my book, it's more important for me to go get my hair bleached <laughs> and, you know, and pay for that than it is yeah. to go have my nails done. But for some people, it's like, that's a non-negotiable. They get their nails done. You know, that's fine. doesn't matter. As long as you're choosing, well, this one is more important to me than the other. Right? Yeah. All right. So, uh, so that's a big picture mm -hmm. of kind of what we're talking about. Now, yeah. what I think is important, let's get into the nuts and bolts of this a little bit. So one of the first, like just getting super, super practical, one of the first things that you can do mm -hmm. uh, to start on that first lowest hanging fruit thing, which is identifying things you're spending money on that you don't even know that you're spending yeah. money on each month. Uh, so I don't have the stat exact, but we did, um, I found the stat just a couple weeks ago where it talked about how much the average American spends on unused subscriptions that they don't even know about. Oh. And I think it was well over $1,000 a year. Oh I think gosh. it was like one to $2,000 a year that the average American is spending on random purchases in the uh, I, uh, iTunes or App Store or something right. or like an Amazon random channel that they're subscribed to or mm -hmm. like any of these things, uh, that all adds up to a lot of money. And so start there, like go in there. And honestly, I'll post the links to in the um, show notes of this or in the description of where you can go. Like I'll do it for at least Amazon and for the App Store because I've done this so many times because I'm on top of this stuff and I still go in there every few months. I'm like, how did, How did we sign up happen? for PBS Kids? Like, did one of the kids <laughs> sign up for this or whatever the thing is? <sighs> and it's just that money that you're just 
throwing away every away. single month and you don't know anything it. about it. Right. And how, like, wouldn't you, anyone listening, like you listening right now, wouldn't you like to have an extra $100 a month to put towards the thing that you want to spend mm-hmm. money on? Yeah. And that, like, this is the easiest, lowest hanging fruit way of doing that. Right. The I next on the list is what we're talking about um, with, I guess, the previous example, where there's some level of sacrifice that needs to be made, but it's a sacrifice for right. something that's not that important to you. Yeah. And so for someone like me, having a brand new car, it's like, I just don't like it enough to justify spending money on it. So it yeah. just makes so much more sense for me to have a five-year-old car. Mm-hmm. And if I, someone like me, is paying for a new car, then I'm kind of wasting it. Because in some ways, I actually prefer an older car. <laughs> like, I actually like cars that he are broken does. in a little <laughs> bit more. Um, and so, anyway, my point is, is that for some, there's someone else listening who's like, my car is my thing. I care more about yeah. my car than my house. Like, I will get rid of a house and live out of my car because all I care about is my car. Again, your choice. None and of for our that business. person... <laughs> Like, maybe this isn't it, you know? Mm -hmm. But for that person, maybe it's not having a house. Maybe it's renting instead or whatever the thing might be. But the point is, like, make these decisions based on what's important to you Mm -hmm. and then have the boldness to defy what everyone else around you is doing and what all the experts are saying and all this different stuff uh, to do to do you. You know what I mean? To follow who God made you to be and the things that you enjoy and all that. Yeah, and I mean, even in some of this, like what, what you just said, to follow who God made you to be, like... Some of this can seem really superficial, but I honestly I honestly think that that part of who God has created us to be is going to put us in situations that he needs us to do something. So for for instance, your nail place, right? Like if you're like I got to have my nails done, there might be a reason why God put that in you is because he needs the people in the nail place to That's good. <laughs> be ministered to. Do you know what I mean? So like there shouldn't be any condemnation for the choices that you make because oftentimes those things are the things that God actually uses yep. you to do that no one else is going to be doing. So, yeah. so lean into it. All right. There's an example here that I just want to share. Yeah. So Linda loves shopping, <laughs> loves shopping I for do. clothes, loves shopping for shoes and stuff. And and I think, I mean, many years ago, like you wondered, like you wrestled with this a little bit where you feel like, why is this here? Why is this desire here? Mm-hmm. And what do I do with this? Because it feels like it's just causing us to spend more money and whatever. Yeah. And it's been fun for me to watch how God has used that desire and that gifting even that you have uh, to minister to other people. Like as you've taken other girls out shopping who aren't good at this, who don't know, and how you quickly helped them find things. And yeah. like what some of them have said after that experience, like it's just really clear that God used you and your ability and your love for shopping to be a huge blessing I in their mean, lives. I mean, see, there you have it. Like it, it's funny because God will use anything. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, that's why we, it's so, it's hard for us to say, no, don't spend your money on that is because I do believe that God actually has us, he, he, he creates our preferences and stuff based off of things that he wants us to do. Now, that being said, you do need to look for the opportunities that he's giving you. Don't ignore those, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, look for the opportunities and obey. When he says, hey, go over to that person, say, say something. <laughs> Tell them they look nice today. You know, yeah. whatever it is. So in chapter eight of our book, like this is where really a lot of what we're talking about is coming from. That's mm-hmm. what this whole that chapter is about. But anyway, we have a section in here, and you don't need uh, to do this in the book, but we have a section here where you can write down, this is what we're encouraging you to do, write down what are the things you love? What are these things that it's like, 
this is really important to me mm-hmm. um, at the top of your list of where you want to spend your money. And then there's another box in here. And again, you can do some paper or in the book, whatever, where you're writing down, identifying what are those things that are cluttering? What are, you know, and maybe this is, it's like, ah, oh, first off, maybe I should go check if, see if we have mm-hmm. some unused subscriptions that we're spending yeah. money for. And then what are the other things I'm spending money on just because this is what I've always done, you know? And like right. some people, some people do this on vacations. And like, I have no desire to go on a vacation. I hate traveling, but yet I just feel like this is just what we do and we should right. do this. And uh, and it's like, if you don't want to do it, don't do it, you know? Find a different um, way, right? So point is, start there. Mm-hmm. Identify, write down what's important to you. Write down the things that you think might be clutter in mm-hmm. your spending, the things that aren't important to you. Um, and that's just going to make this so much easier as you kind of go through these and identify like what changes need to be made in your life because of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and this is also a thing, like you talked about this earlier, this isn't just a math problem. So if you are married and you're married to someone who is like, this is a math problem. um, Well, no, if you're the one who says this is a math problem, right? Just be careful how you talk to your spouse about this because (laughs) like here's the thing. Well, all financial stuff. All financial stuff. Uh, Yeah, seriously. But we are a partnership and the things that are important to me aren't necessarily important to him and vice versa. But this is our money and we make these decisions together. So just because I have something that's not as important to him, that is not okay for him to just be like, well, we're not spending money on that. It's kind of like, well, um, <laughs> this, what's gonna happen is it won't work. Like the decisions well, that you make together, yeah. well, since you're not making them together, they're not gonna work. Yeah, it's no longer a partnership right. if one of us is doing that. Yes. Um, and this is also a great place for, you know, I don't, I don't know how, if you, if you've done our real money budgeting course, that is a great thing to do because it helps you see what you're spending, make sure you're putting your money where it belongs, uh, you know, where, where you want it to go. You're telling it where you want it to go. But the other thing that we suggest in there is each having your own spending money, which is not to be hidden from the other person at all and not to be, you know, uh, spent irresponsibly on, you know, things that you shouldn't be spending your money on that you've agreed as a couple, right? So there's that, but like, I can spend my money on things that Bob doesn't care about and then he doesn't care. It doesn't bother him that I spent money on a pair of shoes. Again, it doesn't affect him at all and he can go buy another saw or a tool or something (laughs) that I'm like, this is ridiculous. And he's like, no, I have to have this, but it doesn't affect me. So in other words, I'm like, cool. You got a new saw. All right. What's it do? Table <laughs> saw is different than a circular it, saw, It honey. really, <laughs> in my mind, they're all the same. I don't care. And that's why you think all my shoes are the same. You're like, why mm-hmm. do you need more than three pair? <laughs> so, but like this just gets rid of money fights to where you can just um, spend your money, like have the freedom to spend money on things that the other person doesn't care about without it just being this huge problem. Yeah. yeah. And, Okay. So I think that's good. I want to pull back to kind of the original idea of what we're talking about, spending on what's important to you and what you love. Yes. Okay. Uh, Just also to kind of offset anyone who's like, this feels self-serving. In all this, my point also is um, giving is part of this Mm, equation. So for us, that's a really big part of how we want to spend our money. And Mm so... Uh, if you looked at um, a recent episode we released, or will be released, I'm not sure, um, we go through and actually break down our specific budget and how we have everything broken out category by category, and so you can see exactly where all it's going. Uh, most people go through that and just think, you guys are really weird. Like, you give too much money. <laughs> like, 
But that's the point. That's important to us, and mm-hmm. so we do it, and we make other sacrifices right. uh, about things that aren't as important to us, so that we can do the thing that's most important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not just about me buying more saws or her buying more shoes, because right. collectively we've determined that giving is actually more important than both of those than things both to of us. Those things, yeah. But the beautiful thing is that. Uh, when you actually work at your financial life and get some of this stuff in order, you can do all of it. Yeah. And you can do it all. And I never knew that. It took me so many years to mm. figure out that that was real and that was a possibility because for so, so long, I just thought, no, it's got to be one or the other. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's what a lot of people think. Yeah. I think that's a really common misconception. But I think as you as you start to walk through it, you you start to see, oh, I can actually give and have my shoes, yeah. give and go on dates. You know, yes, I agree. Yeah, well, so yeah, and I think really important distinction. Yeah, so when people find out that because this is really common, when people find out that we give our age as a percentage of your income, which is whatever forty one percent at this time, uh, they either think. You guys just live like paupers or you're super rich. And so you can do that. <laughs> it's neither. And the fact is, it's neither. It's neither. Like, we live a nice life, but we're definitely mm-hmm. not, you know, super rich by any stretch of the imagination. And, uh, you know, we're a middle-class couple that has just been on a journey with God. What's funny is we did have someone come over and they, it was like him and his wife were talking about us and they said, she's, she said to him, do you think they have a butler? <laughs> and Bob and I were like, you're kidding, right? No, we do not have a butler. It is funny because I think so many people would be underwhelmed. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's just, but that's the whole point is that right. you can have both. And I think this is the beautiful thing about doing this with God, where there is this beautiful balance mm-hmm. um, of him meeting our needs and providing for our needs and, and blessing us while we are seeking to be a blessing as big as much as we possibly can. Uh yeah, it just it's that give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed yeah. down, shaken together thing. Where, um, yeah, God's just taking care of us. He's just been a blessing to us, yeah. and, and we've stretched as much as we can in our generosity and our giving. Well, and, and also, He's I th- been good. I think in that too, we found a contentment that we didn't know yeah. before. Yep. Where these some of those things just don't matter as much as they used to. Um, yeah. not because we don't still want things like the Bible says, the eyes of man are never satisfied. And we've bo- both found that to be true, yep. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think within that we've also, our, we've, we've turned our hearts to the Lord and just said, help me with this. Cause I mean, th- I, I will even still just go through cycles of being like, I have to have this. I have to have this. I have to have this like in my head. And it's like such a battle. Um, so part of that is just doing heart work, I think, and yeah. allowing the Lord to be like, do you have to have that? Like, why Why is that the thing that yep. you need to make you content? Because yep. you know as soon as you get it, then you're moving on to the next thing and really, like, obsessing over that as well. That's the way it works. When I say you, I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So anyway, okay, all right. That That's our our thing for today. We, we want you to be able our to thing, spend our more. podcast for today. <laughs> our message maybe our is what I was thinking. For today. But that, we want you to be able to spend more on what is important to you. Yeah. And um, yeah, more on what you love. So again, share this with someone who you think needs to hear it. If you have a spouse that is upset with you for wanting to help like create a budget or whatever, this would be a great introduction yeah. to why this is important, <laughs> honestly, because 
they're gonna get the goods out of this, like really. Yep. So. Yep. All right, so do that and we'll see you in the next one. We really love creating fresh content for you each week, but if you have not checked out our book, Simple Money, Rich Life, this really is our best work, and we have some free resources we want to tell you about. So if you enjoy listening to our soothing voices, then you can download chapter one of the audiobook. And if you prefer to read, we have the first two chapters of the ebook version. Or we even have a five-week book study outline based on this book, mm -hmm. and you can download all of this for free at seedtime.com slash sample. 